Welcome back, everybody. Welcome in. Welcome to the Monday Morning Tears podcast with your host. That's pointing to me. Laden, I'm Laden. <laughs> and <laughs> Vanilla Thunder. A.K.A. Thunder. J-Rex. Thunder. Hey, guys. Give us... A damn name <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> we have no names. No names. Um, I know you people are listening because you tell us that you like the podcast. Yes, you do. That's the tough part, too, is you listen to it, and then we're stuck with our league name, which is, if I'm being honest, it doesn't sound good for a podcast. It no, sound good we're in Spotify. We're legit now. We you need some, some real stuff here. We have a profile picture and everything. Come we on. We can't be Monday Morning Tears <laughs> on Spotify. How's this going to get big? Okay. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> Anyways, basically what today we're going to get into a little bit um, is the good, bad, and the future of the team's in our league. So we're going to kind of break down your guys' teams. This is just from our perspective. This isn't from um, you know, any advice or anything like that for you guys. We're just being really objective with what we noticed and things that maybe might help out. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to play fantasy football, obviously, and everybody plays a different style, which is great. That's what makes it fun. So we're not saying this is like we know the best. We're just saying it like as we look at your team and from our observations and how we personally play, uh, this is just from our perspective. So, not saying you have to make changes or uh, you suck or whatever. It's just yep. more of what we would notice. Oh! Our breaking news! <laughs> breaking, breaking news! Wow! Thanks to the Teskey brothers for that little drop. Shout out to Teskies. Wait. Uh, Carson Wentz. <laughs> Carson Wentz just signed a four year, $107 million deal with the Eagles. That's an extension. If you had any reservations on whether or not they keep Wentz around, they definitely did. Let me tell you, does anybody know what 107 divided by 4 is? Sounds about like, uh, I think it's 27 million a year. 20, almost 27 Almost 27 a year. So, yeah, if you had any questions about some of the skill guys, if you don't know if Wentz is going to be around, don't know if you can trust them, maybe you're in a dynasty league, wondering how that goes, I think this should put all your anxieties to rest. He's, he's there. He's there, there for a long haul. All right, let's jump right in. So we're just going to start from end of the regular season. Is that what we End said? of the regular season standings. So the yep. people who suck the worst in our league, you're starting first. We're going to help or you they out. they suck the best. They suck That's the best. That's true. <laughs> they were the worst. The best of the worst? Hey, is that how the ghost? They suck the best. So that brings us to Tyler Bell. <laughs> T-Bell. T-Bell, a.k.a. TB622, if that's how you know him on Sleeper. I'm pretty sure... 622 comes from birthday. Tyler, feel free to chat us if we're If it's wrong. your birthday, it's time for a new username, pal. That <laughs> <laughs> was like sixth grade. It's <laughs> the thing to do on AOL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Tyler, let's break you down here. Some good stuff, some bright. Let's be honest. Your keepers, I don't think uh, one could argue Alex up there as well. Mm-hmm. Alex and you, hands down, best two keepers with Zeke and David Johnson. You also had Joe Mixon um, that, coming in. I think you drafted Mixon. I, I, yeah, I believe you did draft yeah. Mixon a little bit later, too. Drafted Mixon. So th- right there, your raw, solid running core. All those guys finished in top 10 PPR leagues. That's impressive. That's All awesome. of them sitting on your roster. So how did you end up in the bottom? Good question. Let's dive in. Uh, well, actually, before we dive in, let's not get to the bad quite yet. Pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, yeah, so they all finished top 10, and they're all preseason uh, projected to be running back ones as well. Uh, when we mean top 10, yeah, don't, not necessarily always getting drafted in the first right. 10 picks, but mm-hmm. uh, at the position, going to be a top 10 
Um, so when we say like an RB1, uh, what we mean is typically that's, uh, we are in a 10, 10 league team, but typically the standard industry looks at 12 teams as being kind of the, the norm. Um, so RB1 means that you are going to finish as a top 12 running back for the mm-hmm. year. Um, that would be an RB1. Then RB2 is obviously 13 through 24 in that second half. So. Yeah, keep keep that in mind too moving on because we'll be talking about, a lot, talking about that a lot moving forward. So like when we say, you know, Mixon is projected to be an RB1 this year, that's definitely, you know, the top 12 range. So that's a great way if you guys start developing your own rankings to kind of project those own players as well. Yeah. Yeah, some other bright st- spots here for Tyler. Um, Andrew Luck, there was a lot of question. I mean, he didn't play the whole year before, and then people were somewhere high, somewhere low. You just There was a lot of unknown about mm-hmm. Andrew Luck. Uh, you took a shot at him on, at the fifth round. Or no, you took a shot in the – let me see here. I have it pulled up on one of these tabs. You got Andrew Luck in the ninth round. A really good value, I would say. I think it's a solid um, value for a guy who's, you know – Always top tier quarterback. When you talk about one of the best quarterbacks in the league, like Andrew Luck's always up there. Yep, took the risk. He finished as the number four quarterback uh, overall. By he was only five points behind Ben B- Big Ben. So just about top three. You got him in the ninth. I'd say that's really solid. Uh, good work there. Taking a shot paid off for you. Uh, yeah. So good job there, Ty- uh, Layton. Tell us a little bit about the ugly. Okay. What went wrong? The bad, Tyler. Listen in, buddy. This is what went wrong with your team this year. That's why you finished last. Objectively, you only rostered three wide receivers towards the end of the season. Okay, you play two of those wide receivers plus well, one of the flex. Well, let's say or his tire were his wide receivers. You know, like I don't know, Julio, Michael Thomas, Odell. Yeah, there were there's some top tier, um, you know, wide receivers there. He had Golden Tate, oh, D.D. Westbrook, uh, and Kenny Galladay. Uh, Kenny Galladay was your best wide receiver, finishing at 21st overall in PPR leagues. So, going back to what we just talked about, he's a wide receiver two, but that's not what you want as your wide receiver one overall. Like, come on. on. (laughs) Golden Tate finished as wide receiver 29, and Didi Westbrook finished as wide receiver 33 overall in PPR leagues. So, I just want to also go back to your draft real quick here as well. David Johnson, number one pick overall for your first round, I should say. Joe Mixon, second round. Ezekiel Elliott, third round. Those are your keepers right there. Then you went Golden Tate. Marquise Goodwin, and then your next pick for wide receiver was Kenny Galladay in the 11th, then Alan Hearns. So, you know, maybe draft a little bit better next time. Maybe maybe look at your team a little bit differently, okay? So you had some solid running backs right away. I feel like that's a good, great way to start stocking up on the, on the wide receivers. Moving on. Just a little advice from us. Again, we're not trying to give you advice, but we are trying to give you guys because you finished last. So, yeah, I mean, in Tyler's defense... Uh, maybe not. It feels like you stopped playing. Maybe That's, after week I, three. <laughs> I think we all noticed that as well. Uh, yeah, I think the rosters didn't get filled as much. You know. There's so let's have let's have year round participation. That's that's goal number one for Tyler Bell. Tyler. Year round, twenty nineteen. I want to see you smack talking in the chat to yes, me too. Please like, just bring, bring it. it. Bring I finished. It. I I was in the. I won the poop bowl, I think, this year. <laughs> you you look at the, the standings. Bowl. I won the poop bowl. Um, another thing that I noticed, um, just kind of looking at your, your team at the end of the season, um, me and James have both noticed that you, you rostered two defenses, and we're just wondering why. You only play one defense at a time, and you can always stream a defense because defenses are so unpredictable. You know, 
Uh, say the Vikings are going up against a top-tier offense, like say the Eagles, Patriots, some, something that's always going to put up some points typically. You could always go and stream maybe the Bucks defense against uh, the hurting 49ers last year, We, you know, when they had quarterback problems, who is always a defense you want to stream against is the 49ers. So just keep those types of things in mind. It's for everybody in the league, not just, not just Tyler. Uh, I'm talking to you too, Ben, mainly. Dropping two defenses in the – Back to back. Back to back. Have you heard of Nick Mullins, man? Don't throw the Niners <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> no, Mullins. but really, like, great point. Would you rather have an okay D, average D playing a really bad offense, or would you rather have a good D playing a great offense? Like, exactly. Take your odds there. Stream them. Or if you feel like you found a good one that you can roll with for a couple weeks, that's great. But, yeah, I really feel the need. Unless you're trying – unless you're in a point – only time I, I see it making sense – you're down the road. You're working, looking at like week 14, 15, 16. You're starting to get into the playoffs. You have a roster spot to spare, and you see like the the Broncos are going to be playing. I can't remember what a horrible the Jags. Yeah, you know. Yep. And you're looking ahead, and then you grab them to to stash away for the following week. That's really the only time I can see. Yeah, I can see two defenses. Maybe it's going to the end of the season. I'm not but gonna, he didn't play, so that's true. he didn't. We don't know. That's the thing. No idea, but. So I'm looking, you know, for the future here because that was last season. It's over. It's done with. Doesn't matter. 2019's new year, and I know you, Tyler. I know you're digging into things here. So um, something that we thought might be good for you guys' team is is just building your wide receiver depth um, in in case you know your preseason picks don't shape out. So what we talked about, you had Johnson, Mixon, and, Eze- and Ze- Ezekiel Elliott. Those are some top tier running backs. Like we said, all preseason top ten. Um, Maybe look to see some deep sleeper wide receivers um, or even just your next three picks after that. Go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, um, and just try to stock up that depth. That might help you out a little bit. Yeah, I think that's great. Looking at potential keepers for you. I mean, again, not that we're telling you you need to keep. We're just looking at your roster, looking at values here. Um, you can't keep Zeke, can't keep DJ. Uh, so that leaves you with – you could keep Mixon. Uh, not terrible value. I think Mixon – it looks like you got him in the second. He's going in the second, so maybe it's mm-hmm. a toss-up there. You're securing a probably an RB1, um, decent option. Galladay, he's supposed to take a big jump. You know, yep. in that offense, supposed to be the number one. You got him in the 11th. That I feel like that's pretty good value right now. Yeah. Uh, we could look if you give me a second. I could see where he's going right now. The other one I'd throw out is uh, Andrew Luck. I'm always hesitant keeping a quarterback. Uh, we that's a conversation for another time. I'd love to get into that at some point. Sometime mm-hmm. we all sort yes. stats on, on quarterbacks and why you should take them late. Um, so there is some hesitation, but you're getting Andrew Luck, top three, top four in the ninth round. Uh, you know, we already spoke to that value a little bit ago for this past season. To, to know you have that locked in at a QB, that's pretty solid. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's really nice. Because, I mean, last season I, I kept Kirk Cousins um, on my team. That's a regrettable one. That's my bad right there because he, he didn't finish too well in the end of the season, but I, I kept him with my 10th pick. I could have got some value there. could have got a rookie or something like that who has more of a ceiling to help with that as well. So, um, you know, that's, that was kind of my mistake there. Um, and just real quick, Galladay, I, I went and found him. So right now we're talking May of – I guess it's June. June of 2019, Galladay is going at 4-7. You drafted him in the 11th round. That's real good value right there. Just a thought. Just keeper starts to help that build that receiver core. Um, other than that, I think just being engaged all all year will make a mm-hmm. big difference for you. We know you love trading. We know when you're when you're in it, you're in it. 
It's true. So stay in it all, let's, let's all the this. weeks, and I think you'll be finished a lot better than, than where you did. Cool. Yeah, so who do we got next? Who who finished second to last? Oh, funny you should ask, Layton. <laughs> <laughs> who did finish second know. to last? Mr. Shaquin himself. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just going off the cuff here, let's let's dive on in. Uh, no need to, to dance around this. Not the prettiest of seasons for you. No, it's um, you know it's hard. We That's take a lot of pride in this. We we do our research. I mean, we're podcasting in May <laughs> and June, so you know we love this stuff. We take it serious, so it's never fun to to finish where you did. But you know, part of that's just the joy of fantasy. Like sometimes the, the things just don't go your way. Bring and back. for you, I'm going to start you with the bad because that's kind of what happened. <laughs> it was all bad preseason. <laughs> Well, it looked like a decent trade. You you traded Deshaun Watson away, okay, free agent. Uh, in return, you got uh, Le'Veon Bell. Okay, seemed, seemed great. In 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 all honesty, TJ, I thought I got away with murder. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, that was a crazy good trade by me, and I thought I gave you some trash. So you thought? I so, so I thought so I was mistaken. Thought. Joke was on you though. <laughs> Actually, TJ ended up dropping Deshaun Watson too because Alex. Um, might have beat me in the championship with him. But anyways, we'll, <laughs> that's another, we'll, get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, so the trade kind of set you off on a bad track. You got Le'Veon, which seems sweet. You were pumped. I remember having some conversation oh, around yeah. it. Uh, I think we were painting the house, maybe. Yeah, even painting the house, going yeah. On. Uh, but then Bell decides to hold out. And you're thinking the whole time he's holding out, okay, he's coming week four, okay, week eight, okay, week ten. Like, this is the deadline. He has to be back. He's going to be back, right? Right. No. Never comes back. Yeah. Uh, so there, from there, I mean, get go, you're just off on the wrong foot. You did a little bit of a recover with Connor. I mean, let's good kind of foresight knowing, okay, if we don't think Bell's going to be gone all season, but if he does, I'm going to go ahead and grab Connor so I have a little bit of a handcuff. Good thinking. That and, worked out. And actually, that was a uh, shout-out to John Meals on that one because we were drafting at Jameson's house. You said, wow, Connor's still on the board. It's the 12th round. And in my head, I'm like, wow, I'm an idiot. So I grabbed Connor, and it turned out to be an RB1 for me. So I couldn't thank you enough. Shout out to John. Shout out to John Meals. We'll, we'll give a more shout out to John here in a <laughs> little be, bit. Yeah, he'll be coming up. Yeah. Uh, so good good recovery there. Uh, also, I'll, I'll speak a little bit here, a little bit of the ugly. It's just the inconsistent receiver core. Uh, I like... Uh, I lost my tap here. I liked Brandon Cooks. I think you – not a diamond in the rough. It's not like he came out of nowhere. I think kind of just the shifting, finding a new offense for him, coming out of the Patriots, landed in McVay's offense, uh, yeah. you found a good value And there. that was actually a straightaway trade with Dylan oh, as well. Okay. That, was, that was a straightaway right. trade Great. with Royce Freeman for, for Cooks. I got Royce Freeman in the third round. Again, that was part of my bad as well. <laughs> I, picked, I picked Royce Freeman in the third round of last year's draft. Uh, but I traded him straightaway for Cooks, so that kind of helped. There was – there was some the, the hype train. It's hard to ignore hype it's trains. Hard to and you just you gotta you gotta keep your head yep. focused down on track. Outside of Brandon Cooks, though, okay, Fitz. I am the biggest as a football player. I love Larry Fitzgerald. He's, yeah, fantastic. But now as a as a fantasy football player, eh, not great. Okay, Doug Baldwin missed most of the year. Sammy Watkins, eh, hit and miss. I'm not a big Sammy guy personally. Didn't see it. Uh, the the bright spot on your receiving court is Tyler Boyd. Boyd, mm-hmm. pretty sure you got him free agent. Not a lot of money dropped on free agent for him. Yeah, I think I got him in that that waiver period that we changed. Yeah, going we did. Next yep. year, so. so basically, you got him free. Yes. Ended up being a wide receiver too. Yep. Uh, really had a breakout year. Um, I can look to see where he finished here. Oh, top twenty four. It looks like yeah, just behind Odell by uh, about eighteen points. Um, so. 
I mean, Odell was drafted, what, in the second round? And you got yeah. Tyler Board off free agency, finished top 24. That's good value. Good fine. Good waiver wire fine. Good work. Um, the other waiver wire fine. This is turning to the good. Yes. Give me some Kittles and Bits, Kittles man. And I think yum. you got ridiculed a little bit for how much fat you dropped. I dropped $43 on George Kittle. you were locking him in. You knew exactly <laughs> what you were getting oh, into. The whole way. I, I, I knew it all along. That's it. <laughs> Let's be honest. In the, lands, the tight end landscape that was last year, that was... I was going to say a savior for you, but you finished second to last. So, But great foresight, great great use of, of fab. That's what it's there for. Um, it wasn't just dumb luck that he fell into being the number one on the waiver wire. He went, he knew his guy, paid his money, did. paid off long-term for him. Prob- potentially a keeper. Uh, potentially we'll, a keeper. We'll get there in a little bit when we talk about future. Uh, potentially a keeper, though. Uh, a little bit, you know, Jordan Howard didn't work out for you. Uh, James, James, you know, um, not the best. Not the best. He's a little hit and miss. Spent some time on and off with Fitzpatrick. That's why I finished, you know, like second to last Lee and 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 last overall in this. I got I won the poop bowl. It looks like the loser. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just I honestly I was invested in this in that this entire season too. Usually, when I know I'm losing, I'm out. But I I try keeping at it. The chips just didn't fall. You know, that's just kind of how it goes in fantasy. But um, the the best part was I did get to find those diamonds at the rough, which kept me interested. I found Kittle. I found Boyd. Um, and I regret ever drafting Cody Parkey because <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> but <laughs> that was, yeah, it, it, it's fun. When you're involved all year long and you find those diamonds in the rough, it keeps you active, and it keeps you wanting to go. Yeah, so speaking of that, I mean, just looking at your draft and potential keepers, I, I feel like Kittle's almost a no-brainer. He shot him, slingshotted into the top three tight ends in a, in a tight end landscape. Yep. That's not great. Uh, and you're going to get to keep him with your last pick. So feels like a no-brainer there. Again, I'm not telling you what to do. Uh, seems pretty solid. You know, last year you might not have had the best choice of – Keeping Kirk Cousins in the tenth. No, it was um, terrible. It was, it was my bad. It was definitely my bad. <laughs> kept Cousins. Who was the other one that you kept last year? I also kept um, Le'Veon Bell because that was that's the right trade. That's right. Yep. So DJ. we talked about that. Yep. Uh, other people that potentially you could keep. I would not keep Doug Baldwin. Um, just since, since he's not playing anymore. Yeah. And... Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For those who you didn't hear, he's he quit. He retired. He's done. Um, yeah, Tyler Boyd may not be another – I mean, again, two free agents, so you're getting them in your last two picks. Uh, wide receiver two and a tight end one. Hard to pass that up. And you know what I'm going to do right now is I'm just going to announce my keepers. Oh! So play the music. Play the test. I don't know play what the, the testicle music brothers. is for. <laughs> testicle brothers. It's R-rated now. I just know what <laughs> Hang on. Yes. i got to get a good drop. All right, all right. We're, gonna, we're finding our drop here because we're a budget podcast trying to make it in the world. Um, <laughs> I don't. All these are. I never heard. But of these guys. this is the thing to encourage you guys. Start thinking about your keepers, okay? I think about it right now and it, it's commercial. Just it, that was a commercial. So it, brief pause. But think about your keepers. The, the the sooner we find our keepers, which has been the entire argument, this entire money more in tears chat with meals and everybody else getting after it. The sooner you find our keepers, sooner we can start doing wheel and dealing trades and things like that. So. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Hopefully they can hear Oh, they can hear Boom, boom. Mm. 
So I think everybody's just cheering for you. That so that, that was I, I love the applause. Yeah, um, which that that's probably a, another podcast, another time we need to. Well, there's still some things we need to sift through. It sounds like around the whole argument, uh, I kind of just yes. have been putting it off. But yeah, I mean, this is the time. Like this is the part of the keeper deal is oh, what yeah. keeps us engaged year round. Is these these deals, these trades, you know, trading second rounders, trading people to get your first rounds. Um, I know it's not the cleanest with the rules right now, but part of the part of the way you stay active is just this off season. Yeah, mixing it, it up, and you can you can keep involved with the NFL news as well. Um, you know, hearing about different players on your team currently that you're debating whether or not you should keep them or not. You can follow with that NFL news to to get more involved with that as well, and, and to make more educated decisions. So, um, for educate yourself. The 2019 season, I am keeping George Kittle. Oh, drum roll. George Kittle with my free agent pick. And James Conner with my 13th rounder. That is it. I'm locking so it in. you not lock in, Tyler Boyd. See, James Conner is going to be an RB1, and solidifying that RB1 is key. Um, so. Benny Snell. Benny Snell. Benny and the Jets. <laughs> Don't even stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get those copyright privileges, and then we'll play the drop. <laughs> yeah, I can't play that one. So next, we're actually going to hop into um, the third-to-last player um, who finished in the league, John Meals, a.k.a. J. Meal, a.k.a. Mr. Tank 3000, because Tank. boo, you, we know you tank. That, that's the thing. But um, I'm going to get into a little bit of the bad first because I just want to shame you, and I think we entirely shame you for, for tanking. And you you really, tank. We don't like tankers. We, we but, really don't. I mean, you can understand from the – there's, there's two different ways to look at this. The, phil- <laughs> the, the philosophical side. I mean, you can't argue with what's what he did, but the just the the morals, the, the no moral, the the manly, which I think he's thinking to himself. I don't care. Look at the big side guy. And we'll get into that real quick. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we yeah. part of it is we try to obviously we can't can't make everybody not tank, and we, we right. try to set it up so there's tanking is discouraged. We understand that there's. People see it, yeah. I mean, people see the place for it, um, but it's it's kind of interesting. We're like, okay, let's let's take a look at this. Who did he trade? How did he get all these picks? And and Layton will get into this, um, mm-hmm. but I just I look at it, and you look at the players he started to trade away. Michael Thomas, yep. McCaffrey, Hunt. How are you in the position to take? And I know you've you've looked at it. You've done the math. You've looked. Okay, if my guys would have gone, would I would I have been able to make the playoffs? I remember when I was talking to you about Hunt, you were really on the fence, like, ah, you know, if I do this, that means I'm fully giving into tanking, whereas I feel like I could make a playoff run. Like, things just didn't go your way throughout the season is, is part of it. Some of it, though, I mean, we were looking. You had Kenyon Drake, who off and on, I mean, Adam Gase isn't the best head coach. No, kind of limited Kenyon a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but then you also, yeah, you had McCaffrey, you had Michael Thomas, you had Kareem Hunt. So you had two of the top five running backs. You had uh, who, quarterback, I'm, I'm blanking. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. You had A.J. Green, who was off and off. Zach Ertz. You had Zach Ertz. Like, how did you get to the position Solid that pieces. you weren't? in the top three and like no i'm not tanking i'm going for the win and that's the thing too is I, something i want to point out personally because i feel attacked okay i feel a little bit attacked by john meals um strictly from this position here um i played you in week nine john week nine okay which is about the time that he was you started you started wheeling dealing at week nine <laughs> you beat me 
by 60 points in week nine, and you start trading away players. You know how much of a slap in the face that is to me? Let me just go through your roster real quick. You had Ryan Fitzpatrick, 32 points. He's off your roster. Kareem Hunt, 33 points. He's off your roster. Christian McCaffrey, 32 points. He's off your roster. Michael Thomas, 41 points. He's now off your roster. Then you had the Vikings defense, 22 points. He's off your roster as well. Okay, so keep that in mind. You have more than half of your roster you don't even have anymore going into the offseason. And you beat me by 60 points. What is happening? <laughs> Am I just that bad? Is that what happened there? Or Slap the face. So th- that's the thing I, I want to point out is you tanked <laughs> to try to get better picks. But I'm going to get into the good real quick because we have to give you props. Dive, okay? in. Dive in. We really need to get you props. You trade away Michael Thomas to Ben, Christian McCaffrey to Seth, and the Kareem Hunt to Jamie. Um, and the picks you got back are unbelievable. John, for everyone else listening in the Money More Tears podcast, John has the 1.3. So he has the first round pick, the third pick overall. Okay? He has a 1.9. He has the 2.2. The 2.3, the 2.7, the 2.8. You got to be done, right? The 3.3 and the 3.5. So those are all his picks. He has two first rounders, four second rounders, and two third rounders. Let me tell you, you got raped out of that deal. Everyone did. Me. I'm oh, the one who gave up a first rounder. That's true because. And James... then my guy got, <laughs> got him for one week. One Week. One measly week, and then also I gave up my first and my second. Nobody else gave up a first. John, I'm if you don't know that you. news came out about Cream Hunt, like with the physical abuse, which we do not condone, but that's what happened in Jameson. So I had him, got yeah. him before a bye week, knew that was happening. Fine, I'm gonna yep. have him the rest of the season. Yep. And I'm gonna dominate. Okay, have him the next week. I think he got like 20, 24, 22, yep. one. Whoo, sitting pretty. Thought I made the move of the century. Like, fine, I'll be bad next year. I'm gonna win this year. Tuesday. Guess what happens Tuesday? Sleeper. Zoom. Zoom. Is that the, is that the noise? It's a zoom. That's the doom news. It's like, yeah, my season's over Scra- news. Yeah, that's exactly yep. what it was. Crap. What was it? Cream hot. Gone. Gone. And then they kicked him off the team. Anyways. But keeping in mind, like, that with all John's picks, he owns basically a fourth of the first three rounds as that's, one person. That's impressive. He that's owns off. Good GM work right there. One fourth of the first three rounds. Even though he tanked, did he really tank? Because he did trade away some good picks, got some picks back, and then towards the end of the season he just gave up because he knew he had those picks stockpiled, which there's some shame there, but there is also some some good play. So it's, it's some props. good I mean you gotta shame him for tanking, but yeah, but then in the long run, I mean he set himself up pretty nice. If he's a good drafter and a good GM, which I mean history shows he is, mm-hmm. then he's set up for at least the next two years with keepers. Absolutely. And another bright spot for you, John. Um even while you're trading with players, you managed to keep guys on your IR. IR. I think you picked them up late. Did you pick them up late? I think like week 16. Week 16. Oh, so week 16 you picked up guys and put them on your IR, which you know he's going to come back. Um, yeah, it was a good play. It was, it was a good, good play. Move. Definitely a good play. Good move. Um, so, yep. Yeah, with that in That's mind. That's not a rookie move. He's been around the block. Oh. Like, I'm throwing Seth under because I know he's not going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Seth wouldn't Man make Seth. a move like that. Seth, you're round. Not just September through January, year-round. Dylan, not just not just September through January, not just September through October, year-round, please. Thank you. Um, but something to keep in mind, some Geist news. I just want to keep this in mind for everybody. If you're in draft, um, keeper leagues, best ball, whatever that may be, 
Geis has been reported to not be 100% yet, so yeah. keep that in mind. Which is rough. I mean, he had that had the ACL, but then he had an infection. He ended up with four total surgeries. How crazy. Four surgeries. Terrible, man. So it just delayed the entire rehab process Something for with him. the doctors up there. Wasn't – didn't uh, Alex Smith got some infection too, didn't he, after his Same doctor, surgery? yeah. The Redskins are just a mess with their doctors. <laughs> they fire that whole staff. No kidding. But that pushed it back to the recovery time. So even right now, we're in the offseason. It's June – He's still not 100% yet, so keep that in mind. I'm not sure how it's going to shape out with Adrian Peterson you know, still being I think he just got a, an extension. Really? Like, yeah. I mean, not huge, but one or mm-hmm. two years, like they're going to use him. If, if guys, and they drafted Love, who has his own injury problem. So you know, I mean, again, we talked about it last time. Don't listen to words. Look at their actions. Their actions are Adrian Peterson signed a contract extension, I think. Mm-hmm. We're confirming and they drafted Bryce Love in the fourth round-ish with who has his own knee issues. That's, so they don't trust Geis being 100%. That's the thing, too. Is it, Yeah, just going back to that Peterson thing, they signed him a two-year deal, which means they're going to keep him around for a little bit longer, for $8 million. Um, and you have to keep in mind, Peterson had 1,000 rushing yards last year with seven touchdowns. Never would have guessed that. On 250 carries. You know how much freak. volume that is? Freak. How old is he? Carries. How old is Adrian? He's 34 in March. Holy smokes. He's 34 right now. He's 34. So, this man... All you 34-year-olds out there, what are you doing with your life? Not in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's pretty nuts. So, just keep that in mind with Geist News. We just wanted to you know, keep that in mind moving forward there. So Yeah, and uh, looking forward, future, I mean, you... <laughs> there, we kind of already covered it. You, you're set up nicely. You got a lot of picks, obviously, and you still get your keepers. Um, people you could look at keeping... Maybe Ertz. You got him in the fourth. Mm-hmm. You're locked yep. in with the top three. I know there's some some Goddard talk out there, um, stealing targets. I don't know. I mean, Ertz is going to be there. It's not like he's not going to produce. Yeah. Uh, knowing you, you're locked in with a, a week in and week out tight end that you don't have to ever worry about. It's pretty solid. Um, Geis, obviously, is a good option yep. to keep. Wentz, just signed that contract. Uh, you got him in the eighth, which fairly good value. A top mm-hmm. five quarterback, probably, I'd say, in fantasy-wise. Yep. Uh, locking him in in the eighth round. Um, yes, I'm just yeah, spitballing there. Those, you, those you, spots too, because I mean you have so many picks too. It, and we it, it's fun because you, I know that you're creative. I know you're into it. I know you got a lot of picks. You're gonna look to see what you can do here. I know that's why you're kind of asking those questions about how the rules work because I know you got something up your sleeve. So, kind of excited to see how that <laughs> oh, all comes out. And, uh, yeah, go to John if you're looking to deal. I know he. I'm sure he's always listening to trade offers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man so yeah just to kind of wrap things up that was the the bottom three teams that were kind of going through the good bad the ugly um it, good bad in the future but some of that bad was ugly i'll keep that oh, yeah. in mind um but so next week um we're gonna go through ben dylan and tj um they're the kind of middle of the pack Da-na-na, guys Da breaking news <laughs> we're going through these guys next um and then the week after that we'll go through the top four um, to kind of wrap that up. Um, but if, if there's any topics you Spoiler guys... alert, I was in top four. We get that. We get it. <laughs> you have to rub it I in. I didn't win, though. Uh, fun fact for you, though. I, I just want to keep this in mind, too. Um, Alex finished number one overall. 12-1, okay? He finished with the least amount of points scored against by 200 points. Okay? So nobody Alex played good against him. Alex knows how to play defense. I guess so. He locks down. <laughs> him and Amari Cooper just lock it down, I guess. <laughs> Amari. Um, oh, Alex, I'm still a little bitter, but you deserve it, man. That's that's good play. 
It's a good play. It's a good play. It is. It is. And I'm, bad play by us. I am will be the first to admit I judged you when you drafted AJ Green at the one six. <laughs> I, I, I judged I, you when you got Josh Gordon at the four five. When I you took Brady so at the five six. Who am I to judge? Who you am won. I? <laughs> All right, so now what we're going to talk about here um, is a little bit of the controversy or the questions people had in the Monday Morning Tears chat room uh, on Sleeper, um, mainly from from John, who, who brought some really valid points, as well as Tyler Bell and and, and Alex a little bit. Um, Jameson, shed some light on this a little bit. So, so what's kind of the, the outline of what's happening here? Yeah, so I think what it boils down to, and, and John kind of summarized it in the chat too, but in my eyes, and I think in a lot of leagues' eyes, there's kind of two different ways we can go down. Number one, uh, just reading what John said, is we kind of decided at the end of last year that a guy, if you don't have a, if you want to keep a player, but you don't have a pick that round, he kind of just bumps back to the lot, to the next round. Okay, in hindsight, I mean that it was a league vote. You're that's right, that's right. where we ended. Alex made some really good arguments. Tyler made some good arguments. I know that <laughs> there's some back and forth, still even some lovely little jib jabs, which I love. That's mm-hmm. what fans football is all great. about. Keep it going. Um, so yeah, w- one is kind of just continues to go back. I I think we'll probably revote around that. Um, at, at this upcoming draft, we have already decided it, so I feel like that should stay. You know, the example was with me with Barkley. Like, I don't have a first and a second because I traded them to get Hunt. So my first Barkley would be my keeper in the third. Um, I feel like that should go away. Moving forward, before I get to hole number two, moving mm-hmm. forward, I feel like we should say, and this has been thrown out, so I'm, I'm not taking credit for this, but, and everybody does it, but you have to have a pick, a draft pick, that round in order to keep a guy yes or you can use the round before so it wouldn't work for somebody like barkley because he's a first round keeper and mm-hmm. i don't have a first round wouldn't right. be able to keep him okay great that's fine mm-hmm. maybe would have looked at trades differently and that's just part of it okay so it, if i could kept aj green as a second rounder what would happen then? good question so if, let's say you do want to keep aj green you you don't have your second rounder you then would lose your first round. Okay. AJ would be your first round pick in that example. Gotcha. Or, you know, if you want to go later, like eighth eighth round or whatever, you don't have your eighth round pick for whatever reason, you can bump them up to the seventh. Cool. Yeah. Then you kind of have to weigh, is it worth it? It'll, mm-hmm. In some cases, yeah, sure, it's going to be worth it for the guy. Yeah. In AJ Green's case, maybe not. I don't know. Depends how much it it, it has Green. a lot more right. weight. Yeah. And yes, and I, I I understand. Like my my thought at the beginning was, I don't want to hinder trades. Like I love trading. Let's keep it mixed up. Let's keep guys in the offseason talking banter, trading, yay. But I think this becomes a little more reasonable. Like it, it gives some more boundaries and some restraint, um, rather than I mean theoretically, guys. It doesn't make sense at some point to just keep pushing guys back because then you lose picks but right it kind of just creates a little more boundary yeah and i think uh, the example i was given jameson too a little bit about this was okay so put yourself in these shoes here so you have saquon going into this year as well as darius geis let's say darius geis tears his acl again okay some freak accident now you're left with just saquon as your um, first rounder and geis was your free agent pick or, or second rounder wherever that may be 
So now you're left with one keeper, okay? You already you already established your keepers. We say we established keepers at June 1st, wherever that may be. You have one keeper. What are you going to do now? Well, this allows you to do more trades, actually. So, so to Jameson's point about, like, our worry with it limiting trades, it may actually increase those trades because now you're in a, in a pickle almost of saying, okay, well, do I keep just Saquon, just one keeper? Or do I trade Saquon away for some more picks that may establish my team um, with more depth moving forward there? So that's kind of a good example to, to put in your mind. Yeah, yeah, good point. And it just encourages more trading where, yeah, so if you lost one of your keepers, which we'll, we'll get to some other changes we're talking about kind of thrown around. But, uh, yes, we're all about trading. Like, I, I want to do things that encourage trading. But I also, I want to make it fair. I want to make boundaries still. Yes. And this seems to be the route that that's going. Uh, yeah. But we already have plans for this year, so I feel like we keep it as is. Like, it, it's tricky because... There's offers on the table, not just for me, but for other people too. Where you you give up mm-hmm. your your keeper Barkley in this case, and then that other person instead of losing their first round, they lose their third round, and so it's still kind of there. So maybe you know we write it out this year since that was kind of what was decided, and then we we reevaluate at draft time. Yeah, and, and that's the thing too. As I think, what one thing we need to establish moving forward is a, a just a cut off a hard time to establish keepers, which then forces us to. Um, do those more off-season trades with the, with the limited amount that we have. So one thing that we talked about a little bit too was this league that we kind of have is kind of half dynasty, half keep or half redraft almost. Um, you draft the beginning season and then the entire off-season you have a plethora of players you can choose from that you want to trade and deal. And that's not what we want. This isn't a dynasty league. This isn't something that you should have to think about all year long. This is for fun for a couple months and then you can uh, take your mind off it for a little bit as well. So uh, we know that's kind of like the, the mindset of our league a little bit, and that's okay because it's supposed to be fun. So um, we want to establish the fact that, okay, we'll establish our keepers, those two players, um, a little bit earlier on, and then go from there with trading. Yeah, some some details to, to work out there, and we'll we'll vote on it. Yeah. I don't I don't like having the, absolutely. the hard hand as the yes. commissioner. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We are not dictators. Uh, <laughs> right, not dictators. But I like the idea. Like it, the, the idea, I still have to come back to number two. Um, hole number two, but the idea behind like an earlier cutoff, like I liked late because of injuries, like like guys is a great example. Mm-hmm. Like if we would have decided, well, it's not a great example because, anyways, you wouldn't have drafted him yet. But injuries happen in preseason and in OTAs, and yep. so if we decide keepers later, then you know all that information before you draft. But part of it is like you said, like let's say we have a June first cutoff, you make keepers. If your guy gets hurt, then obviously you're not going to keep them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I think that's where we almost disagree to a certain extent because I, I think personally I would like it to be a little bit sooner, but that's why we're going to have a vote is because yeah. it's it's league majority. I, I don't care what I think. If six people over four people vote for right. something, that's what we're going to do, and we're going to be happy with it and move forward. So yeah. um, go, go into the whole number two, though, a yeah. little bit with, yeah. with John Meals. We'll, we'll circle back. Yeah, so the example he uh, John Meals gave, which is very valid, that's why we're bringing it up here in the podcast, is – is um, he said if someone pegs Mixon as a second round keeper, could they turn around in the time between the keeper being set, which is pretty late, in the draft and trade their second round pick? Because if they trade their second round pick, Mixon would then become a third rounder instead. Um, you have to think about that in the in the sense of like, okay, so I'm keeping Mixon as my second. Well, I'm going to trade my second round pick, so then Mixon becomes my third, which is why Jameson brought up earlier on. 
okay, that second round pick, instead of being later, it's going to go up. It's going to be that first round pick. It's going to cost you a little bit more. So um, that's just another something to think about moving forward there as well. Something that might, um, you know, deter you from trading your, your picks during the season a little bit more. So, Yeah, I think you, you nailed it there. Like, if, if we change the rules, it kind of wipes out that, that whole issue. Um, in my mind, I'm sure people can find ways around it. <laughs> There's always ways. I don't spend <laughs> enough time thinking about it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, we know this was a big argument. We know there was a vote, but some valid concerns have, have come up, and we want it. I want it to be fair. I, I didn't become the commissioner because I like making rules and making decisions and being a leader. I, I made – I'm the commissioner because I wanted to keep her league, and I got a bunch of guys who I think it would be fun with, and – Again, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, and I, I know this was out of a this was a question out of a strategy, not a question out of I'm trying to f- find ways to cheat the system. Right. Um, so I, I yeah, to me, it's simple is better, just because I don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think moving forward, again, I'm I'm not like saying this is this is dead hard. This is just in my mind thinking out loud. We leave it as it is. If anybody makes trades. We leave since we had the league vote. Like that's how it remains all the way until draft. At the draft, we'll bring up this stuff. We'll talk about it. We'll come to a new conclusion, and that's how it'll be for the next two years, whatever. Um, there are there some other things outside of that that we wanna. I think we should talk about, like like draft or like the keeper days, um, and when those are set, mm-hmm. as well yep. as <laughs> I haven't talked to Layton about this. But how long you keep a guy? Like, Ooh. is a keeper, do you keep him for two years or do you keep him for two drafts? Because those are two very different things. Very different things. Interesting. And we need, I think right now the understanding is you get to keep a guy for two drafts. Mm-hmm. Or no, two years. Two years. Two yeah. years. But if you kept him for two drafts and you get another year out of him since, since you drafted him. Um, just something to know. Yeah. Keep it on your radar. We're going to be talking about it in September, late August, when we have our draft. Yeah. Um, I think right now everybody's on the same page, but in my mind there's some confusion around what a two-year keeper looks like. Yeah. I think now's the time to start thinking about these things too. So we're in June now. It's starting to ramp up OTAs, and preseason starts in August. Like, you know, we're about two months away from this stuff. I know it may be a little bit early for some of you guys, but – just start to think about it a little bit so you can give it your opinion. We're just 10 guys in a league, so we're very limited. Right. Uh, we want everybody's opinion to, to matter and going forward. So that way we're more involved in the, in the draft day as well as moving yeah. on for the season. So Yeah, it keeps everybody involved year-round. Like We want people to be on board with the rules. Um, if it means us all getting together in July to hash this stuff out, like I'm all for that. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Let's since go. we're doing a podcast in, Let's in go. April and May. I know not everybody in the league is, but if we have a majority who, I don't want to say care because I know other people care. Seth, I know you're not going to listen to this podcast, so I can throw you under the bus. Like, Seth cares. He's going to try to win. He's going to play. I mean, he got third last year. He tries. But at the same time, he doesn't probably want to meet in July to talk about the rules. Like, yeah. he just wants to play. So it may not include all of us, but maybe if if people are interested, I'm all for it. Like, let's do it. Let's sit down. Yep. If it's five, six of us, great. Let's hash it out. Let's throw these things out there and argue and 
Let's do it. Yeah. Find some uh, an agreement. If we need to create a, a physical rule book, fine. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. want it simple as the commissioner, Go. but if that's what it takes, great. I'm all yeah. on board. Like, I love fantasy. Let's do I it. I love fantasy. Let's so. go. So basically, in closing, just we just need to make some decisions moving forward. Um, expect those in the Monday morning, morning tears chat room in, on Sleeper. We'll put some polls up for some things uh, on this podcast as well as moving forward when we get closer to the draft day, um, which we need to decide as well. So we should definitely get on that. Um, and start clearing up your schedules, people. All right, we want to get all get together. We want to make this a collaborative thing. So on draft day, we're all together, all ten of us. That'd be amazing. That's when it's the most fun. That's when right? you get ridiculed for taking Alvin Kamara in the last round. Yeah, and, and then you drop him, and then he <laughs> wins the championship. That type of stuff. That no, that's they'll never leave me. For. Yeah. Yes. Bid Manley, I'm going to call you out because you haven't come to one yet. That's true. TJ, you live in a different You're city. Fake. Seth, you came <laughs> to, to Tyler's. I think Tyler or Ben was outside of TJ. It was the only one that didn't come. That Tyler's year, so. was fun. I liked. I think it was just the the beginning of it all that kind of made it fun, though. Just the first draft, like everyone's <laughs> together, like right. new league, like that's, yeah. that's made it fun. But again, if we need, to, like, I know B Dubs does some promotional things around oh, that time of year. Yeah. Like, if we all want to get together, and get some wings, and do the live draft, like that's great. Let's, Let's do that. We don't have to necessarily have a board if we all want to do it on our computers, but just being together and trash talking mm-hmm. and throwing out James Connor suggestions to help us James Conn, let's go isn't that what meals did for you yeah he did he anyways did put stuff in the sleeper channel let's keep this conversation let's going go. through the summer give us some names give us some questions give us some trash talk give us some trades come on peeps let's go get into this let's do this well thanks for listening guys and we'll Until be back next time, time. Benny and the Jets draft Benny Snell <laughs> we're not gonna be Benny Snell 2019 <laughs> Ba 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 